You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Welcome to Ari Snapshots. Today on the podcast, we're chatting with weed science lead Michael Witterick. He's with the Queensland's Department of Agriculture and Fisheries based in Toowoomba, and he's over visiting the Ari team. It's been a couple of years, so it's great to have Michael back in WA. How are you going, Michael? Yeah, really well. Thanks, Jess. Thanks so much for coming over and visiting us. You gave us a nice overview of the research that you guys are doing, and you got the opportunity to catch up with all the members of our team. So it's really good to be able to have those conversations and see where we might sync up. Firstly, can you just give us a refresher on what you guys do in your team, what your focus is? Sure. So we've got a team of eight of us based in Toowoomba. We're largely an applied research group. Uh, Currently, we're doing work on crop competition, cover cropping, uh, residual herbicides, so understanding a bit more about how long they might persist in the soil given the dry seasons we've been having. Uh, We've also got work happening on... Just getting an idea of what herbicide resistance is in the region, so collecting samples and doing testing. And we've been doing a little bit of work on harvest weed seed control as well. So trying to adapt some of the technology that's been developed over here in the West for our northern region farming systems. Uh, We've also got research happening in cotton systems, just prepping the industry for new cotton technology that's likely to come um, into the Australian market soon. Yeah, very exciting. And we'll go into a little bit more detail about some of the research that you guys are doing a little bit later in the podcast. But can you just give us an idea of the conversations you've had with the RE team members today? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, been really good to touch base again. It's been a couple of years, as you've said. I think it's important to recognise that even though our farming systems and our regions are very different, we've got a lot of commonality in terms of what's driving uh, the issues around weed management. So herbicide resistance, obviously, is one of those key factors. And just how we might be able to address a farming system or farming systems where herbicides are not really going to be the key tactics that, that we can rely on as we have in the past. So I think that's been really good to have that discussion. One of the benefits um, too in, in collaborating across regions, you for example have resources here in relation to the molecular side of resistance that we just don't have in our group in Toowoomba. So that's something that um, would be great to be able to work together on. Yeah, I'm sure there's many opportunities that are yet to be explored. Now, I did want to focus a little bit more on some of the impacts that that you've had on your research. In particular, we do talk a lot from a farmer's perspective about the impact of drought, for example, and the area that you're in, in Toowoomba and the the surrounding area, has had quite significant drought conditions over the last couple of years. Mm. So we know that's had a big impact on farmers. But what kind of impact does that have on research? Yeah, look, Jess, you're right in saying that we haven't had much rain probably the last to summer and winter seasons. Certainly in some areas that's the case and in that regard the farmers haven't been able to put crops in so certainly um, empathise with them there. From a research perspective it also makes it quite challenging to be able to conduct our research. We've been very fortunate we do have a number of research farms that we're able to access where we've we've been able to use irrigation to supplement the research we're doing. However, it's now coming to a point where even our irrigation supplies are running short. So it makes it challenging to be able to do the research that we hope to do. It means sometimes we just have to go a bit further afield to be able to do that research or we we look at what our key research is and, and sometimes we have to compress some of that research so it's not taking up 
so much land and so much water. So it's certainly a challenge, but we're still aiming to deliver as best that we can. Yeah, definitely. Is there any other areas of your research that would be good to expand on at this point in time, which our listeners might be interested in hearing more about? It's a really interesting time in terms of weed research. You've got some of the issues with herbicide resistance, but also in terms of some of the restrictions that are coming on our herbicide use. So you might think of their glyphosate, for example. So with that in mind, we've had such a reliance on herbicides for quite a number of years now, and we're really being forced to think outside the square to see what other non-chemical tactics but also some other chemical tactics we don't use that often just what we can use there and it's a really interesting time because not only do we have to find out what tactics work but we also have to grapple with how they fit in with our farming system so it's great to say well a cover crop is really great in suppressing these weeds but how will that fit in my farming system? It opens up a whole realm of other questions that mm. um, we're yet to answer. So it's an interesting time. It's also a challenging time. I think the key to weed management is still mix it up. So use as many diverse tactics as you can don't rely on any one thing and i think if that's done weed management can be achieved and it can be sustainable in the long term yeah well that's great to hear because obviously yeah it is a a very turbulent time at the moment in this space michael you gave a really great presentation for the re team as we mentioned earlier and one of the areas that your presentation focused on was the work that you're doing in crop competition We've got a great agronomy program here at Ari as well. And so it'd be interesting just to hear how you guys are approaching your crop competition work and getting a little bit more detail on how you're coming along with it. Sure. We're actually, you know, it's, it's a similar driver behind the research that's happening in both regions. Uh, so it's about that in-crop weed control, not putting so much reliance on the herbicides. In the north, we're focusing on three key areas. So the first one is around increasing the competitiveness of sorghum or improving the competitiveness of sorghum Um, the second one is around our pulse crops so both winter and summer improving their competitiveness and then the third one is a bit interesting Um, we've got summer weed species that are now coming up earlier than they used to so they're coming up in our winter crop so there we're looking at how we can manipulate um, crop competitiveness to suppress those typically summer emerging weeds So we're a fair way down the track in terms of coming up with some key messages. Certainly things like narrowing your row spacing is having quite quite an impact on suppressing our weeds. It's very tricky research to do. We've also had some really interesting results that I think relate to the density of the weed so we've had to try and normalize the density of our weeds we do that but we do that by either sowing our weed seeds or transplanting weeds out into the paddock and um, trying to get a consistent density because we're actually doing this research across the northern region so we've got a hub on the darling downs narrabri and wagga right so we're trying to be as consistent as we can so that we can come up with our best bet sort of crop competition messages but yeah it's very similar to the work that you're doing over here in the west um you've obviously got some different key weed species and i believe you're concentrating a fair bit on canola um, which is a a lesser of a crop in our region yeah definitely in your region in terms of uh, farmers adopting crop competition are there any barriers there for them utilizing that tool 
I guess there's some barriers, but there's also some challenges. So generally speaking, a, a farming enterprise will have their machinery set up for particular row spacings. So to make that change across one crop, crop species or all crop species involves quite a bit of a financial outlay. And so that's probably something that is a bit of a barrier. So another limitation that we have is obviously rainfall. Uh, I think some seasons you, you're not going to get enough in-crop rain and, and potentially what you're doing with wider row spacing is reducing the risk that you won't get any crop at all. However, in the research that we've been conducting, where we've been narrowing the row spacing across sorghum, mung bean, chickpea, wheat, faba beans, we found that narrow row spacing has not in one case reduced the crop yield. In most cases, it's maintained it. And in some cases, it's actually increased the yield that we've been finding. So I think, you know, there definitely is um, some risk involved in those really dry seasons. But I think the benefits that you can gain through a competitive crop probably outweigh those risks. Is that message being taken on board by farmers in your region or is it something that needs to kind of penetrate through to the grower level more still? Look, there's, there's always room for more uptake of this crop competition message, absolutely. When we're doing our research on crop competition, we do do it in the absence of herbicides. Now, we're not at that point yet and hopefully we won't be there in the immediate future. So my suggestion would be where there's opportunity to improve the competitiveness of crop to combine that with your in-crop herbicide so you're not totally relying on the herbicide. Mm, The other thing in terms of some of these new technologies or, I mean, crop competition isn't a new technology, but in terms of adopting things like that, if it's not possible to do across every paddock of your farm in every season, Maybe just focus on those paddocks where you know you've got a weed problem or where you know you've got a resistance problem. Spend a bit more effort and a bit more time to get on top of that population and then move on to your next paddock. So it kind of spreads that risk as well. Yeah, definitely. And Michael, before we end our little chat here for the Snapshots podcast today, where do you see the future direction for, you know, in terms of your research going forward over in Queensland and do you see opportunities for more collaboration, for example? Yeah, I think we're really on the right track in terms of trying to first characterise what resistance we have out there. So that comes into the surveillance side of things. And identifying non-chemical approaches, I think there's probably some new innovations that we're not yet aware of that hopefully will provide some answers moving forward. But I think the work that's happening now in terms of crop competition, cover cropping, uh, there's some fantastic work happening out there in terms of detecting weeds in crops, so the green on green sort of detection. I think that's all fantastic and I think it's about identifying tactics that different people can apply in their different farming systems. I'm not really an advocate for prescriptive weed management because every situation is different. Yes. So I think moving forward, there's still opportunity for discovery and whether that's looking at other industries Look, I really don't know. I'm really looking forward to see what comes out in the future. Yes. Um, certainly don't have the solutions. But I think a key to identifying those new approaches and also seeing how they fit in our farming systems, a key to that is collaboration. Mm. And we're certainly looking forward to continued collaboration uh, with Ari in the future to be able to find these new and exciting approaches. Yeah, definitely. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Really appreciate having a chat with you and having you give your overview of what you're doing research-wise over in Toowoomba. And yeah, always good to have you over at Ari's. Thanks so much. Okay. Thanks, Jess.